Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And we have to all go back to wearing our masks here in Los Angeles County. Yeah, we were just talking about it. I'm so upset. Yeah, it's what like like I was telling you, I think I think there's gonna be a lot of civil disobedience. I don't know that everyone's gonna comply with these rules. I'm upset about Delta like going bonks and being all over town i mean i don't want that shit here why don't these people i'm sorry like get the fucking vaccine like why is this happening it's yeah i mean i think it's i I just don't think it's ever going to happen there's just enough sort of misinformation and distrust in the government and authority that we're never we're just never going to reach herd immunity i don't know that there's anything anyone can do about it it's It's so so annoying like this is just I feel like this is just going to be like the rest of our lives like put the mask on take it off put it on take it off yeah I I mean I guess everyone's sort of at fault like it's but it's just like this conflagration of all this bad shit as far as you know the government response was bad all of these you know quote-unquote news sites and you know anti whatever vaccine places are, are just feeding people this information and I, I like I can't even really get mad at these people because I just feel sad that they really believe this shit um but maybe I should be mad I don't know I I mean I wouldn't be mad if it wasn't like affecting like me yeah but it, I mean it is affecting it is affecting vaccinated people and yet it's like as far as our health goes and safety I mean, I guess there's a possibility that you could get, you know, sick and vaccinated like that is that is happening, but it is a, it's still like very low risk. Yeah, the last so I, thing I read said it was like less than 1%. I mean, that's like, I'm just reporting what I read, yeah. but that's what I saw in the news. And of course, that that is true. And yet, like, I, now I'm feeling the same way that I felt months ago when I just always thought I was going to get COVID after doing anything. Like last night, I went to a, a crowded movie theater, unmasked, and now this morning I woke up feeling, you know, a little low energy and I'm like, Oh, I have Delta. 
Like, yeah, I mean, like, it? I I constantly am second guessing things that I do, and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done X, Y, or Z, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. At a certain point, I mean, it's like, what can you do? What can you do? There's only so many times you can be vaccinated. Yeah. And I mean, I have my two Moderna shots. I have my perfect attendance goop chews right by my bed. Yeah. So other than that, You're like I'm, yeah, there's nothing else I can do. No. Uh, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to ask what are you, have you done? Have you started your, you were going to do a juice cleanse perhaps or anything like that? I'm on day five. <gasps> day five. Yes. It's feeling so good. I never want to stop it. And literally, you're just having liquids? Yes. It's been, like, frighteningly easy. Like, I don't know how fucked up my body was that, like, this has been the a, truly a breeze. Like, I haven't I haven't even felt like, oh, God, when is this going to be over? Like, can I cheat? I mean, nothing. I've just been, like... And I, I started, and I was, like, I'm just going to do three days. So I, like, bought the three days of juices on Monday, and I, like, went and picked them up. And then like Wednesday night came really fast. And I was like, wow, I'm done with that. I'll say I wasn't like completely. So I've like cheated a little bit here and there. If I'm like so hungry, I'll like cheat a little bit. So like the first day someone gave me like a muffin that they made, like a tiny, like mini muffin they made, Mm -hmm. like not like a full big, like huge blueberry muffin or something. It was like a little mini one and I ate it. So like I ate that. And then every day there's been like one thing like yesterday like I had like a couple of strawberries and like some cashews like nothing like not major but I've like I've had like a little bit and like mostly stuff that's like in the like nut or fruit kind of like trying not to deviate too much but whatever like I'm not being um I'm not like beating myself up about it and I'm also still drinking coffee which is a huge part of it like most juice like you're not really supposed to have coffee but yeah. I don't think coffee is bad. And if I was not doing coffee, I would definitely have been, have stopped doing it by now. And this, this is the one that you said is only like $30 a day. Yeah. It's pretty cheap. It's just like the press juicery. Press juicery. And, and how like, many juices do you have a day? So you do six a day. So the first three days they have like four cleanses on their little menu. There's one that's like beginner that comes with an extra nut milk. There's one that's like cleanse too like that's just like the standard one that most people do and then there's one that's like more hardcore that's like mostly green juices so the first three days I did the standard like the cleanse too the one the common one and then the last two days so yesterday and today I'm doing like the more hardcore one and it's definitely like a little bit worse the green juice one than the first one because like I miss like there's like one juice in particular that like I'm like craving every day it's like this like grapefruit mint juice Mm. I mean you don't get it on the hardcore one you don't get it on the hardcore one but I felt like the hardcore one the the normal one has like a lot of sugar Mm -hmm. so I just wanted to like try this for a couple of days and then I think tomorrow I'll probably go off it because um I'm not like, I'm just, it's like Saturday. I'm not going to be, I'm like having the day off. Like I'm probably just going to want to like eat something, Yeah. but it's been really, I feel so good. I'm loving it. I like, don't want to stop doing it. It's, and I'm not saying this as like a juice evangelist or anything. I feel like juices are like, no one does a juice deep. No one does this anymore. It's like very like 2013. It's like mm-hmm. not 
something and it's like kind of taboo and it's like kind of like problematic to even do it. I mean, that's why it's only $30 a day. I remember when I did a three day juice cleanse. Yeah. In 2013, cause it was right when I moved to LA, yeah. it was like $80 a day. It used to be really expensive. I don't know if this place is always, cause this is like kind of their, their philosophy is like, you know, they want like everyone to have access to juice. Sure. No juice deserts. So, yeah, exactly. So they have like this, juice this like cheap these cheap juice cleanses that's great um, and it is very egalitarian they have one at the americana yeah they're like very it's like kind of everywhere yeah. it's uh, yeah and i don't think just in la i think it's like a national chain but it started in la i remember the first time starbucks got it they did i don't know if they still have it but there was when during the big like juice uh boom Starbucks had the evolution press juices that were like yeah. half the price as everything else. Yeah. And that was like a big, like, oh my God, I could get a press juice for $4. It was revelatory. Yeah. Cause they're like 12 bucks. If you There's, the one in my neighborhood is, yeah, it's 10. Um, I think it used to be nine and they're good, but yeah, I only get, I get one maybe three or four times a year. Cause it's like, why? Like, there's just no point. Oh but. yeah. I mean, also like, I do sort of feel like it's weird to just, I mean, I used to, and back in those days, also I used to like live across the street from like a juice place. And now I live like, no, in the middle of nowhere. You, really. I mean, you used to live pretty much across the street from the ultimate juice place, Moon Juice. Very close to Moon Juice. But the one that was across the street from me was like Silver Lake Juice. It was okay. like, a, it's not there anymore. Um, but I used to go there all the time and just get like a, like a, cold pressed juice but like it's not if you just go and get like one it doesn't really do it because like one is not enough for like a meal replacement you would need it's like because you when you do a cleanse you do like six in a day so yeah. really you're having like two is like is like keeping tidying you over I think like you need at least two so it's really just like a caloric drink I don't really know like if you just but you're on, I mean you can't be getting that many calories even for six of these juices you're probably getting less than a thousand calories per day yeah um on the low on this one yes but on the normal one no i think on the normal mm. one you get like about i think the normal one is like 1100 between a thousand and 1100 and then like the more like the beginner one is like 1200 and then this one is like i think like 700 wow but yeah it's like weirdly it's fine i think my i think i'm just like I don't know. I don't know why it hasn't been a, an issue, but it's like I mean, every day I'm like, I think I'm going to do another, do another day. If, if you're, if you are having a good time, that means your body, it's not bad for you. Like that means that, uh, your body, I don't, I don't want to say your body needed it, but like it's, it's responding it's, well. Yeah. It's resp that's good. That's great. And I'm feeling really good. And I feel like my skin looks good. I have energy. I feel like focused. I'm feeling like all the things we're supposed to feel on a juice cleanse that like so often you don't also like I've also done juice cleanses and felt like I want to kill myself the entire time so it's not like this is like every time yeah it's uh, like I haven't done anything remotely close to this in like two years well that's exciting maybe you'll um kick off the juice sense of the 2020s maybe we'll be back with the juices I don't know why not everything is cyclical so I wouldn't I mean all those juice companies that are struggling to hold on hopefully they you know got their ppp but money and pressed is like not struggling i mean like they're everywhere 
Yeah, that is interesting because like so many, so many of the mom and pop juice places have closed in the past few years. Like I'm surprised the the sort of indie juice place in my neighborhood that's just called the Juice. They're still in business, which surprises me because so many of them have gone away. But Pressed must have some like VC money or some someone must be like fronting them funds, or they're part of maybe a bigger conglomerate that owns other things. I have no idea. I think so I think like. I think that people are secretly still juicing and never stopped mm. because there are so many juice places. Yeah. And I guess there's are do they seem to be doing fine. I mean there, there must be, even though it's not like a craze anymore amongst, you know, everyone there there must be yeah, like a de- a dedicated subculture of people that are constantly juicing so there's enough enough juice money to to keep to keep this place afloat. Ronan Farrow, Farrow will grab a green juice according to his little food blog that he posted in New York Magazine. Oh, I didn't read it. I think it was in New York Magazine. But like gay, gay guys never stop juicing. Like I don't, I think that's always going to be the case. Yeah. Um, like sous vide egg bites from Starbucks and then gets like a green juice. That's so depressing. Like work so much he forgets to eat and his like staff will bring him like Triscuits from the vending machine oh god yeah like nepotism independently wealthy workaholics truly boggle my mind because it's like you don't have to do this do this like why don't you just like chill 500 pounds and watch tv yeah that's what i would do (laughs) i mean you got all that rosemary's baby money coming in come on yeah and perhaps secret you know, secret Sinatra money. Who knows what the, who knows, who knows. Yeah. Um, but I'm very, you know, I'm happy for him. I did read his, uh, Brittany article. I didn't really read it. I kind of skimmed it. I was like, okay. It like, if you, it, it didn't really have that much new stuff for people who'd been following the case and he teamed up with Gia Tolentino to write it, which is like, it's such a funny, like, it's just, of course, that they would team up. They're just like the dynamic duo. Like those are like the greatest public intellectuals of our entire generation, which is fine. They're both actually very talented writers and I like them both actually. Yeah. They're both, they're both talented writers who have uh, interesting parents. Yeah. I mean, yes, but I will say this. I thought Ronan Farrow's book about Catch and Kill, I thought mm. was like a really good book. I thought it was so enjoyable. And it read like, I thought it read like the best type of like Vanity Fair article mm. that doesn't really get written anymore. That's just like about like celebrities being crazy with each other and that like drama good. and intrigue among celebrities. And then Gia Tolentino's book of essays, I've written about it in our RIP our newsletter um but I also I thought that there were some good I thought there was some good stuff in there oh for sure no she's there I mean they're both yeah they're both super talented writers um they're just very much the like yeah that like millennial public intellectual New Yorker that I feel like they're sort of I mean they're both successful but that brand of like liberal intellectualism is just sort of going out of style no it is but I think that they both sort of toe the line like I don't think that they're um, I mean, I guess I can't think of like a good example of what they're not, but you know it when you see it kind of like, I don't think they, they don't have the voice of like 
a Vox writer on Twitter or like something like that. You know what I mean? I oh think no, they're, they're de- yeah, they're definitely a step a step above of, above that for sure. Yeah. So I, I think a lot a lot of people in their like twenties and early thirties have probably like copied their voices because they were so like yeah successful from a young age. So I think that they uh maybe it's the thing of like that style they like pioneered that style of writing and now a lot of people are trying to ape it oh yeah and people definitely I mean people definitely want to act like Gia Tolentino and it's like always incredibly embarrassing because Gia Tolentino has sort of like a natural edge to her voice where she like was like the popular girl and she's like kind of mean and like you Mm -hmm. know what I mean she's like funny and smart it's similar to Alison Roman really even though they write about different things Alison Roman but like a lot of these women or people who are like in media now like they don't really get that and they weren't the popular girl in school they were like this like bookish like studious girl who now has like like relative fame and like a fancy job and like has like more power like more like social power and like the way that they want to wield it is by acting like the girls who they were intimidated by in high school and the way that they do that is by mocking Gia Tolentino or like trying to copy her voice which like it comes naturally to her and that is always just I just hate it i mean that's that's like all of twitter or all of like blue check twitter is like former unpopular people like acting like a 16 year old like you're so embarrassing yeah yeah reenacting their like fantasies of being a cheerleader in high school and like bullying people with less followers than they are it's It's truly psychotic (laughs) except now we can't say psychotic i know it's um uh any there actually is a fair amount of Gwyneth news this week really she's on vacation she's on vacation but you know the the Gwyneth media complex doesn't doesn't sleep even while she's you know abroad in Europe uh I found a few little articles first from the Daily Mail an exclusive Gwyneth Paltrow and Brad Falchuk are near completion on massive eco-friendly Montecito mansion complete with 60 solar panels. I went um, to the Montecito mansion that I'm getting redone and I'm like, oh, I can't be in Montecito. My house is being worked on. Like, let's go to Italy for two months. I know, what what a dream. But ap- apparently they've been working on this for years. Uh, the Daily Mail had aerial shots. So there's some he- helicopter that was flying over Montecito taking these pictures. Mm. Um. But yeah, they bought they bought the land and I guess the house, there was a house there for it was a steal at, at five million dollars back in 2016, but they it needed a ton of renovation. So it's been a project for like five years. So five million dollars fixer upper. Exactly, exactly. Um, because right now they're in their house in Montecito is a tiny nine bedroom, 16 bathroom shack. <laughs> so they need to they need to upsize. They need more space. I mean, there are two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're like, they're going to be empty nesters. Well, I don't even think Apple and Moses really like go to Montecito that often. I don't think so. Well, they, prob- I mean, they probably have, well, they also have a house in Brentwood, right? And yeah. Hampton, and who knows where else. But, and then also they have their dad that they spend half their time with. Oh, do they spend half the time in London? Oh, does he? Live or is there? maybe he? No, he's in LA now because he's with uh, Dakota Johnson. So who? He, who knows? Yeah, I think that they no. they're just in Malibu, but they're old enough too to like they don't need like a nanny or a babysitter. Obviously, 
No. Well, how old is Moses? He might. I think he's like 14 or 15. They probably saw someone to like drive them around. So. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay, here is a great little article, and this ties into our uh, our stonk talk from weeks okay. ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I also want to be fully disclose, I am no longer an AMC shareholder. Yeah, you have to disclose that before you talk about yeah, it. I, I sold while the getting was good. So I, I made out like a bandit, I have to say. God, you're so smart. You're so good at stonks. And oh, I'm so I, bad. And I always try to copy you and I'm always, I always fuck it up. Brian. If only I had actual money to invest. I really need to like start swindling some rich people and, and getting them to like have me invest their money. Um, but anyway, so a lot of celebrities, including Gwyneth Paltrow, Don Cheadle, um, Chris Pratt, Donald Glover, and Regina Hall have all invested $60 million in this VC-led group called Genexa. And what Genexa does is they make clean versions of common over-the-counter drugs like, uh, you know, painkillers, cold and flu, allergy medicines. So, you know, instead of your Advil, instead of your Benadryl or whatever, but these things have the same active ingredients, but they don't have uh, any of the fillers or preservatives or artificial dyes or allergens. Hmm. I really think this is going to be a huge deal and it's going to disrupt the over-the-counter medicine market. And I think, I don't know, there's not an IPO yet. I, this has not gone public yet, but we need to like keep our eyes on this Genexa. And, and okay, the second you invest in it, don't tell me like when you're like, I'm looking at it and I'm getting okay. like, I want to go with you step by step. Like you are my Bernie Madoff. I am Bacon. your like victim. Evan like, Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. Yeah, I don't care. Like do whatever, like abuse me, Brian. Like okay. To do what you do because you are the stock wizard. I will tell you as soon as I think about it. Uh, do you have a Robinhood account? Uh, yeah, but I like Great. took all the money out of it because I need. Well, I say put them put five hundred dollars, put one hundred dollars, whatever you want, put it in now, and then right when Genexa goes live, we can instantly get it. Okay. You just gotta do a little preparation. I'm telling you, this live okay, on okay, the air. Okay, Brian. Okay, Brian. I'll do it. I'll do it. Because I really think this is this is gonna be the next big, the next big. Okay, thing. Brian. I trust you. I trust you. Cool. So if anyone else wants me to invest their money, uh, you can contact me, and um, I'll give you my Venmo, and you can uh, Venmo me money, and I promise I'll. Uh, oh my God. Back for you, Brian. You finally cracked the code, didn't you? Uh, I just want like a big um, like vulture expose to be written about me. I'll write it. Thank you. For, probably like for free, and I'll be like, it's for exposure. While you're like, <laughs> I'm either like private jet. I'm either like in Montecito with my own fourteen million dollar mansion, or like in prison, one or the other. What 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 difference does it make? <laughs> I mean, um. All right, so that's that's the business section. Wow, that was an amazing business update. Thank you so much, Brian. You're welcome. That was like really what this oh God, my brother. This whole podcast should just be our stock, our stock picks. It should just be like stock, like we we analyze stocks from like a Gwyneth Paltrow lens. Like we just are always thinking about mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow and that's guiding our stock choices. Well, that's my whole 
thank you for asking. That's my whole financial philosophy is to invest in companies that I really am passionate about. If I don't use it myself, I'm not going to invest in it. That's beautiful. You sound just like her. Thank you. Okay. Now on to the arts and leisure section. Okay, great. Tell me more. Uh, Yahoo.com, just robust journalistic uh, company, Yahoo. They did a little trend piece because Gwyneth... Jennifer Aniston and Kim Kardashian all this week took Instagram pictures of themselves eating pasta. Pasta. And what does that mean for diet culture? What does that mean for body positivity? Shut up. Jesus Christ doesn't mean anything. Also, Gwyneth Paltrow is in Italy. Of course. Yeah. Pasta. And Gwyneth Paltrow also, sorry, she's like the queen of being like, I ate up big bowl of pasta last night can you believe it and like being like i mean it's all about balance and you know it's not or like the balance the skill that, that's the thing that people it. don't understand about gwyneth it for her literally it is all about balance like it is she actually i think has a good relationship with food so she can eat healthy and not eat pasta and then eat pasta and it's not a contradiction and it's everyone else in the world that is crazy and she's, can't understand that she actually has a good relationship with food they don't want her to because the fact that she has a good relationship with food and looks good and like has been has an oscar and like has a great life pisses people off and so they're like she has disordered eating she has whatever but it's like we're the ones with disordered eating and she's just like doing her thing i mean i do think that like balance does not mean especially paltrow 50 50 i think it means oh no 90 10 if that maybe 95 5 yeah 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 but like she's definitely getting the pasta in there she's getting some cocktails in there she's getting some you know i'm sure she like will like eat like a steak or something like once in a while yeah and she's more likely obviously to like put that on instagram than her you know typical sort of salads and and juice lunches which are more habitual for her which is like what she eats every day right yeah um, but of course, for this Yahoo article, they interviewed this Jen Gunter wannabe. Loser. Her name's Christy Harrison. She's a registered anti-diet dietitian okay. and author of the book Anti-Diet. Yeah. And I do actually have to say, much like Jen Gunter, she's 100% right, and I agree with her. Yeah. And yet, there's something about this woman, and I don't want to be lookist or, you know, thin-phobic looksist or thin phobic or whatever but i'm sorry she's like a like a body positivity um radical she calls herself uh i don't know what she calls herself and you know anti-diet person who literally if you see a picture of her she's like a size two and this it seems a little bit like cultural appropriation to me honestly I think sometimes because I'm not a size two and sometimes I feel like women like this are telling me to not go on a diet because they want me to be fat and then they can be thin. (laughs) That's what I feel like. Uh, I think you might have something to that. I think I, I yeah, I don't, I don't know this woman. Maybe she like formally, what formerly was bigger or whatever. Like, I don't know her history, but just looking at her. And again, I guess you can't judge a book by its cover but like she just look she looks like she doesn't practice what she preaches about anti-diets no i mean i don't i mean like a lot of these people like aren't on diets like they do just like eat like they just like live that way but it's like the way they live is like just like consuming way less calories than i do on a sure. day i mean um and so she says uh 
for Paltrow, well, for Paltrow in particular, the explicit anti-diet messaging featured in her photo contradicts her brand. Although Goop is advertised as a hub for wellness, Harrison explains that the, that term in particular is evolving into something much more complicated. She says, diet culture has tried to morph and shapeshift to keep up with changing demand and people's realization that Sorry, diets really don't like work. 15 fucking years ago. Like, this is not news. What is she talking about? Like, yeah, we know that wellness is like code for dieting. Like, that's old news. That's not new. Well, if, I mean, if Yahoo, Yahoo uh, calls you on the phone, you pick up and you have to have a quote ready. And Yahoo calls this woman answers. Oh, yeah. So, so she's pissed that Gwyneth Paltrow posted a picture of herself eating pasta. Yeah, because she thinks it's hypocritical. And I, again, I don't entirely disagree with her because Goop does traffic in these, uh, this fear mongering about various food groups. And, and Gwyneth herself has literally just shilled a book by Dr. Will Call called Intuitive Fasting, who recommends anything but eating pasta. Right. So, in that sense, she's not practicing what she preaches, except she is because she's never she's never claimed to like actually cut anything out of her diet. Yeah, I mean, she's pretty like straightforward about what she actually eats. And like she said, I mean, like when she talks about like what she actually eats, like she's done those like what is it like Harper's Bazaar or something does like what I eat in a day and yeah, like yeah, yeah. she's talked about it and like it's definitely not like a bunch of pasta like she she admits what she actually eats which is not that but like they do so it is, does feel sort of like dare I say gaslighting sometimes when it's like oh like only eat avocados and egg yolks and then only eat vegan and then only eat whatever you want and it's like it's like this is like the fucking like funhouse of diet culture where it's like there are a million different ways that you're supposed to eat and it just like it just becomes like very cyclical in your head like what am I supposed to do and I do think that like you know Gwyneth Paltrow obviously knows what works for her and that's great um but there is something where it's like I feel like there's an, an attitude like once you achieve Gwyneth Paltrow level perfection you can have the bowl of pasta but until yeah. then you have to be do the Will Cole stuff and it's not that's not true. Like you have one life, like you have to just live it yeah, yeah, yeah. as it's, as it's happening. And so, you know. yeah, I don't know. I, well, yeah, I think we're, we're all sort of done with the, you know, egg yolks, coconut oil, a million avocados, high fat thing. I think that's sort of over because probably everyone died of heart attacks like they did in the two thousands because of Atkins. Yeah. I think that we're going back to well, maybe just because I've been on a juice cleanse, but I feel like the more plant-based, mm -hmm. um, nutrient-dense, like leafy green yeah. kind of. And I think because of environmental reasons, economic reasons, animal welfare reasons, I do think, uh, you know, veganism and vegetarianism, or like just sort of, even if you're part-time vegetarian, I think that's going to be just more and more prevalent, which is good. I think that's super healthy. It is super healthy. It's definitely better for you not to eat too much meat. Yeah. I'm trying to just do meat once a week. Yeah. Um, we ordered pretty healthy when we went to Casita del Campo. Oh, yeah. I had shrimp. I guess I don't count seafood as meat, but. I mean, it's meat, but it's not. I mean, it's not vegetarian, but it's like as these things go, I think. It did yeah. Pretty, I yeah. I, I mean, I did. It was very healthy. What I, I had shrimp fajitas. Um, but Casita del Campo you really have to go for it or it's going to be pretty bland. The shrimp fajitas there were not great. 
they weren't that's too bad the thing i got was so good but oh yeah that thing is weird. your little collection of mini what were they like mini tacos this weird plate of mini tacos that's like half chicken and half beef with like guacamole and cheese and sour cream and just a bunch of shit on Yum. it really good but i did only eat half of it i'm oh, glad yeah. the other half home and, ate I made and then you started your juice cleanse and then i went juice cleanse so it's like come on what are you gonna do? just like Gwyneth. balance right i mean you go to italy you eat pasta you go to silver lake you eat uh casa casita del campo mini tacos yeah. Oh, and also you could be damn sure that when she gets back from Italy, she's doing a detox. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I'm sure she's like not going too crazy in early either. No. Um, okay. Um, anything else or shall we move on to the old newsletters? I just want to throw one thing out there because it just needs to be said. I've been enjoying Gwyneth's Instagram of her Italy trip so much. And it's just reminding me of like my old like love affair with Gwyneth Paltrow I love her. I get inspiration from her. I re- she really is my favorite actress and I really do love her. It's, I mean, it, yeah, it's really uh, a fantasy to, to, to vicariously live through her European vacation. Yeah. And, but she'll be back. Inspires me and I can't wait for her to be back. She'll be back soon. She's going to the Hamptons. The Montecito house will be ready soon. Apple and Moses have to, you know, go to school in the fall. So. Yeah. She's, vacation will end for her just like it does for everyone else oh she posted something just now stories just now Ooh. but i'm not going to be able to read it it's really okay. long well guys uh if you're listening to this today on friday go to her stories because yeah. you'll find out what it is yeah tell her. um all right, all right aggie what was your best all right let me let me look i have my notes on my phone today my best of the week Oh, there was like this new article and it was about um, deep free mosquito repellent, Mm. (laughs) but it was called the last thing I bought. And it was about like going, I mean, the idea was like, we're going through like what we purchase, like our last purchases or whatever, like on our, like, I don't know if they actually did it, but it says our goop.com employee order histories often read like our diaries. This was, was the month I renewed my interest in cheap pan dinners or went to my sister's bachelorette or restocked on that miracle beauty product that Jean got me into. And that's really all it says about it. But I like this idea of like, what's the last thing we bought? Like what's in our order history? It's a, it's a great idea. I don't think they've, they've done it before. Yeah. This is new. It's new. And it, it kind of, there was like a reply all about this just now that I listened to like the very beginning of, but not all of that was like, and I, I've, I think there's, I think reply all has maybe done this more than once where they like give someone else like access to their Google search history and like talk about it, which is like so mortifying. <laughs> That's um, and it kind of reminded me of that. I just thought this was like a fun novel way to like talk about their like little products and i thought it was the best of the week yeah because they i mean they obviously have to to sell these products and what a better way to like what better guide through the goop website would you have other than the people that actually work at goop and like get a discount and like to see what the employees really are buying yeah Um, it was fun yeah and i learned that there's a new um thera a mini theragun which yeah 
those the theraguns are breaking through. Like that is not just a goop. Like I feel no, like everyone is having these thera theraguns. Everyone yeah. has theragun now. And um, I don't know. I still don't really think I need one, but I like that. I like to know that they're out there. I do too. I like to know that they're out there. I like to know that there's afterpay. I like to know that it's a possibility. It's a possibility if you need it. Do I need it? Who knows? Um, well, that that deep free bug spray was one of the things I would buy. Uh, yeah. The woman who works at Goop who bought it, her name's Jessie Jeffrey. Okay. Um, and she just says, I bought this deep free bug spray for a trip to Texas to see family. Historically, I have let the mosquitoes win, but I'm mm -hmm. happy to report that was not the case this summer. And uh, I know at least in LA, we have a mosquito problem. Apparently there's like a new breed of mosquitoes that is specifically dangerous. Um, and just anecdotally, when I've been taking my nighttime walks, I've just been getting chewed up. So I, I do really, really need this thing. Yeah. Wow. They only come out at night, I feel like. It's like when I, it's like I'm walking through this like mist of bugs when I walk at night. I have been pretty lucky this whole uh, summer, but we'll see. Oh, and I don't think we actually said what the brand was. It's called Kinfield Golden Hour Bug Spray, and it's $22 on Goop. Yeah, um, and that DEET is supposed to be really bad for you, but it does work. Yeah. Oh, did you hear that, like, they had to recall some chemical spray sunscreens because of a carcinogen? It was, like, Neutrogena and one other big brand, and I was like, you oh, this is what's that. getting me to go full mineral, full natural. Oh, I know. Cause I've definitely used it. Like, no, I don't buy it, but it's at my parents' house. Yeah. Um, okay. My best is actually two television programs. One of which is directly related to Goop and one of which is only uh, tangentially re related to Goop. But I think that you guys will, will uh, enjoy both of them. Okay. Um, so the one that is directly related to Goop is Gwyneth Paltrow's episode of the Property Brothers show, Celebrity IOU. Fuck, I forgot to watch this. Okay, I really want to watch it. Oh, yeah. Everyone should, I mean, if you have, uh, I think if you have any sort of cable subscription that yeah. has HGTV, you can probably watch it on demand. That's I what I can't believe I didn't watch this because I, I, multiple people told me to watch it and I wanted to because I like that stuff, but I just I didn't do it. I, so I'd never seen a home repair show before really. Cause you are a reality guy. Yeah. And I've seen like how I've seen like house hunting shows. I've seen like a couple like real estate shows and stuff, but I've never actually seen a home repair show. And I've, ne I've heard of the property brothers, of course, but I'd never actually seen them in action. Uh, and I have to say, I'm pretty, I don't know. So, so on them, they seem pretty boring. Yeah. I guess I didn't really. Yeah. But so the, the point of the show is uh, I assume most of the episodes are, is the celebrity in question. It's a different celebrity every week and there's something wrong with their house is I imagine how most of these things go. But in Gwyneth's case, she wanted to renovate her assistant. Do you remember, everyone remember Kevin, her assistant? I think so. Yes. And he posted something about our show one time. He reached out to us. Yeah. Yeah. Great guy. <laughs> Wonderful guy. But anyway, he bought his first home. Congratulations, Kevin, um, which is like a nice looking condo in West Hollywood. Like it's a, it was like a cool, you know, not like a huge mansion, but like a nice, a nice home for, for a single guy. Gwyneth 
while I guess while Kevin's on vacation, Gwyneth and the Property Brothers uh, totally renovate it to make it look. I mean, for Gwyneth, like less like a like a shack. Because Gwyneth was like terrified. Gwyneth had, I swear, she had probably never stepped foot in a condo before. Like she never understood that some people live in places that are like attached to other homes. I don't think that that was a she concept was, like, that she was aware of. Like, what are these other places around it? Yeah, she's like, can we just tear down all these walls? Why are like, yeah. Um, and to her credit, like it, it, okay. So the apartment itself is like pretty nice. I think it was a one bedroom, but it was like two stories. Um, you know, pretty open living room, staircase. We didn't really get to see upstairs. The kitchen, I have to say, was very, very small because there was like a half bathroom on the first floor. But he's like, a bachelor. He doesn't yeah, need a kitchen. He like Carrie from Sex and the City, he uses his, um, he keeps all of his, what does she keep in her oven? Like she keeps all of her- Shoes or something? I have no idea. It might just be like all of her like pots and pans. I don't know. She keeps like all, she keeps like, she uses her oven for storage. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Kevin doesn't cook and who knows? I don't, apparently there was like mold in the apartment. So they had to have- someone come in there anyway but I feel then like definition of mold is not my definition of mold no <laughs> like i would be like it's fine <laughs> totally i mean like I've whatever seen, she's yeah. dealing with like i'm sure i could live with it <laughs> sure oh yeah you could i mean this apartment or this condo was like super nice and i'm sure it was not cheap like it was right in the heart of west hollywood it was probably like a million dollar townhouse honestly yeah i mean these places i mean i don't know million but these townhouses in west in hollywood, WeHo, i think a million is like what you like for a one bedroom for a townhouse yeah, yeah. I, it could be i mean there's the two bedrooms in my neighborhood are a million dollars and this is west hollywood's more expensive two than bedroom condos in your apartment in your neighborhood uh well two bedroom house so maybe i don't know it, I, I don't I, know well i should i'll look on zillow but i bet you this thing is if it's under a million it's not much under a million okay i'm gonna google this okay. anyway so she got rid of the um the half bath downstairs expanded the kitchen. They wanted to do like an open plan, like and knock down the wall between the kitchen and the living room. But I guess structurally the condo couldn't handle that. So um, they got rid of the half bathroom downstairs, put an extra powder room upstairs. So now there's like one and a half bathrooms upstairs, uh, made the kitchen better. And then, and then the rest of it just sort of like updated the furniture and put like these nice arches in, put some like plaster on the walls. That's so nice. It's nice. The, the kitchen looks really great. The bathroom they redid looked really nice. The, the, the furniture, I have to say, I mean, who knows? Cause Gwyneth, I guess really knows Kevin's style. To me, yeah. it looked very sort of like Wayfair crate and barrel like generic like there was not any color it was all like beiges and creams um I would have wanted like a pop of color but who knows I mean Kevin probably is more of like a neutral guy so yeah uh, but it was it was very sweet and like she and Kevin I mean they've worked together for 10 years they're obviously like great friends um uh he I think he's actually I don't want to say that because I don't know if, uh I, I think they've just like been through things together um and so I think yeah, they, they obviously like care deeply about each other. And Gwyneth said that Kevin is like family to her. So it, it was a very sort of sweet and uh, genuine moment from her, I thought. God, you're right. These townhouses in West Hollywood are like over a million dollars. Yeah, right? yeah, so, like, yeah. Two bed, three bath. They're like one and a half million. I mean, like, and I'm sure Gwyneth is like a great employer and like pays Kevin a good wage. But like he's, she said, like he had to save up for years to buy. Isn't that, I mean, obviously like you can't just like give your employees millions of dollars but it is sort of weird that like Gwyneth 
any time over this past decade, Gwyneth could have just bought him this house and it would be nothing to her. All the time, like with these celebrities, like it's so fucking weird. Like, because they could just give you the thing that you're saving up for by working for them. But like, they're also paying you like a, a decent rate. I don't know, like for you, but for them, they would consider it like poverty. Like they could never live on what they're paying. Yeah, no, I bet. I mean, who knows? I bet he makes probably like, I would say probably, probably like a hundred grand a year because he's worked for her for like 10 years. He probably makes at least that. Yeah. I mean, Um, like, I definitely know like nannies who make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. he probably makes more, but like, and I mean, to her, even if, yeah, this townhouse is a million dollars. Like she literally is spent the fat past five years constructing a 14 bedroom mansion in Montecito. And then she's like, you know, Kevin's been saving money for a long time for this purchase. I'm really proud of him. And it's just, I mean, it's just fucked up that like that's capitalism and it's not like her fault, but it is like just crazy it's, to it's think that it's like he saved up and he earned this. And I'm so proud of him when it's yeah. like, he saved up for money that you were paying him that you could have given him more. I don't know. It's just like, but like, should Gwyneth Paltrow just like give? No, I mean that is buy a bunch of stuff. Like, what would that do? And then also, like, what does that mean if like he's living in this house? But is that like conditional on his employment? And like, what does that mean about their relationship? Like, it gets very complicated. Yeah, yeah, money. I mean, I, that it is interesting. Like negotiating because it really did seem like they're friends, and like negotiating a friendship when there is this like economic disparity is. Um, it's just like a, it's, yeah, it's, it's a complicated situation. It's extremely complicated. I mean, we've all kind of been there at least like pretty much like, I feel like if you live in LA, like you're going to have like a lot of jobs like that. Cause it's just a very like. Yeah. Jobs and also just like friends that are in different economic situations than you. Um, it's really hard to have friendships. So when the person like makes a lot more money than you do to do, and especially yeah. if you guys want to do any kind of like traveling together, eating out, like all the things that you want to do, it's like, I can't do that with you. I just like, I simply cannot do what you want to do. And it's, yeah. Um, and then people end up sort of just being friends with the people that are in their same economic Cause it's class. just easier. Yeah, yeah. It's just easier. Cause then it's like, you don't, when you go out, like when I have like lunch with my friends who are like doing really, really well, they'll always like, I'll pick it up. And then you kind of feel like an asshole, but you also kind of are like, but you kind of should, but I kind of, you know what? It's just, it gets really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm happy for Kevin. It seems like a great place. Um, he seems like just a cool guy and I hope they have a long and fruitful relationship together. Well, it seems like they are and they will. Yeah. Oh, and then, okay. So I also want to mention the other show I'm talking about, and this doesn't have to do with goop, but it has to do with, um, the wellness industry and eating disorders and addictive behavior. And I just think it's like a brilliant, brilliant show. Um, it's called physical on Apple TV plus. And it's like, with Rose Byrne. It's yeah. Rose Byrne, who I have always been sort of, I've never like disliked her, but I've always just sort of been apathetic, I guess, to her. I've been like, oh, she's fine. And I never really loved her in anything. I liked her in that first show she was in with Glenn Close, Damages. Did you I see never that? saw it. I never saw it. Good. It. it was like, they were like lawyers and yeah. they were always like drinking whiskey and like bitching each other out. I bet I would really like it. Yeah, I think you probably would. It's Glenn Close is pretty good in it. Uh, but this show is 
I don't know, it got sort of mixed reviews when it came out and I was sort of hesitant to watch it because I don't know, I just don't want to commit to a show that is not going to be good. And this was like something that it's not like a limited series. So I'm like, oh, will this be multiple seasons or what if it gets canceled? And should I just- And I just hate that aesthetic, like the fucking eighties, like aerobics thing. Like, I just think it's so, I've never really liked it. And then I feel like it had its like little resurgence with like, like there was like kind of like an American apparel adjacent resurgence with that, like as that look and yeah. when like in our, when we like in the early 2000s and I just, I always thought it looked just stupid. Like I was like, you look like you're wearing a costume and everybody looks like, I just don't like this at all. So I, maybe, I mean, maybe you'd have a different reaction too. Cause it is very, so it is, it's, it's this show that takes, it starts in 1981 and um, it takes place in like a coastal San Diego suburb and Rose Byrne and her husband are, you know, these ex hippies from Berkeley who moved down to the beach and they're sort of, you know, deeply unhappy. And he's sort of an asshole trying to get into politics. And she's this housewife who has like a terrible uh, eating disorder. Like she's like very severely bulimic. And they're honestly like pretty nasty people. Um, and she has this voiceover in the show that she's constantly putting herself down in her head um saying like you know you're a fat piece of shit like fuck you you like everyone hates you blah 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 oh, and then she cool. and then she also is like deeply horrible and insulting in the voiceover to other people so it's like this this like misanthropy of both like inward and outward facing which i yeah. find it's like disturbing and intense, but I also find it like very realistic. If and you're like in, kind of relatable, yeah. If you're in that place, like yeah. you, you Everyone's both like totally. Um, and and then so the the plot is like she, you know, she gets into aerobics, and you know, she's and and I, I mean, I imagine long term she'll have some sort of like redemption arc. Who knows? But uh, it, I don't know. It's just so fun, and it like talks about the 80s proto wellness culture exercise culture it has like all the 80s food is so specific they're always eating like cheese puffs and um smoked salmon tartlets and all. It, like it's just perfect well, that sounds good um sounds smart it's i i just i was so surprised by how wonderful this show is and a lot of people i guess aren't liking it but i think it's just brilliant and yeah, the, the aesthetics of it. There's also these scenes at a preschool because her um, daughter goes to preschool and it it was deeply nostalgic for me. I don't even know if I remember going to preschool or if it's just like I have implanted these memories, but it reminds me of like the sort of hippie preschool I went to in Berkeley in the 80s. It was like, there was like a song circle and these like weird hippie teachers and it was, it was just very cool. Sounds good. Wait, what's it on? Physical on Apple TV+. Plus. Okay, I think I am still paying for that. I don't know. Uh, if anyone has bought an iPhone in the past year, I think you just like get it for free. <sighs> okay. Um, but yeah, I think people that listen to Goop Yourself will enjoy, or you know, maybe they'll get triggered by a lot of the things. But it it like is deeply embedded in that in that pre Goop exercise eighties diet culture. Okay, that sounds good. I'm gonna and it, it and it and it talks about both the limits of that uh, and the the uh, fantasies that it peddles, but also it 
it also is not anti-exercise and it, it actually does admit like it talks about how exercise actually does make you feel better. So I thought it was like pretty yeah. balanced. I mean, yeah. it definitely makes you feel better. Okay, cool. Um, okay. Good. Okay. All right. So what was worst? my worst was, and it's not even my worst for me. It's my worst for all of you because so many people message us about this. <laughs> it was the goop Instagram stories, um, pasta salad. Yeah. Um, so there was a pasta salad this week on Goop's Instagram, and I don't think it's there anymore. Oh no, it's still it's still there on the Instagram feed. It's on the main feed. Yeah. They put it on the main. Oh, it is on the. It main was on the grid. Yeah, I don't think I think I don't think this went viral. I think this was just amongst our listeners. People got no. Very, this uh, wasn't viral. That's why I said this is for you, like our yeah. listeners, because so many people messaged us about it. Like there were like you were outraged and you were right to be outraged and you demanded a response from us. And I feel like we do owe you a response. Absolutely. Is, Cause yes, it does look gross. It is. It is gross. And I fear this is just, I don't know. And again, I really don't want to keep singling out miss Caitlin O'Malley, especially I learned very recently that she and I shop at the exact same wine shop. So I don't want to run into her in public. At Silver Lake wine. Yeah. Yeah. She lives in LA. Yeah. Uh, so get Silver Lake wine, like delivered to your house. Yeah, you can. No, you, where you live. I don't get it delivered. I go go there. Okay. Um, whoops. Sorry. I've, well, I've got, I I think I've gotten it delivered once in the height of the pandemic, but anyway, so I don't know if this is this pasta salad is Caitlin's doing or what, but it, it's this sort of like rotini, very eighties. Again, this would actually fit right in on physical pasta with like they just pour guacamole on it and then like it's a bun guacamole of, it's an like avocado paste they make like a so the creamy avocado sauce avocado olive oil basil garlic and lemon juice and they like blend it and then they mix it with broccoli cherry tomatoes corn and pasta and top it with salt and pepper that's the recipe it's just like I think that the avocado olive oil thing is like attempting to be like a goopier version of mayonnaise, which is not needed. I feel like if we're making a pasta salad, like let's steer away from like mayonnaise in general. Um, oh, I actually disagree. I, I, I love mayonnaise based all pasta. Well, I guess that's like macaroni salad. I love it. I'm like a huge fan. My favorite pasta salad, it probably will sound really disgusting, but it's like so delicious. It's like a New York Times. There's like a New York Times pasta salad. It's tomatoes and like tuna. And I always use the like central olive oil, like Italian olive oil pack tuna. Ooh, yeah. And I make it with like bow tie pasta. And then there's like something else in it, some sort of like herb or like some like aromatic thing. I don't know. It's really fucking good. Maybe like lemon zest or something. No idea. It's a great pasta salad. I haven't, I OD'd on it. And so like, I haven't made it in like years, but I'm sort of starting to feel like I should fire that one back up because it's like a great summer pasta salad and has protein and whatever. You can like eat it as a meal. This, I think what people didn't like about it they didn't like the look of the avocado like aioli thing plopping down in the middle (laughs) 
and they really didn't like the corn. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was the video that really didn't do the pasta salad any favors. It, like, yeah, just, I mean, that's why it looks like guacamole. It's like a scoop of guacamole plopped down on this pasta. And then the fact that they even say that the corn can be like canned or I don't know, like at the height of summer, if you buy a can of corn, you should honestly be like shot in a firing squad. Don't you agree, Aggie? I feel like you took silver like wine for me. And I've been thinking about it since you've made that comment. Oh, that I took it because it was your place. And then I, yeah. Yeah. But now I, that I've named it, I feel stupid. And I'm no, no, no. I definitely single white female you with silver like wine because I was such like a, like a Costco Trader Joe's wine boy until the pandemic. And then I was like, I can't lead my life this way anymore. And I switched to Silver Lake wine. It was honestly because of the stimulus checks. The stimulus, I know. During it was like during because I was getting like all that unemployment money. I was just getting crates of it shipped to my house. Uh, and then I can't be handled with money. Like the, I can't have money because I just will like kill myself. But now like, I almost died. I mean, not really, but it was like I was sick. Uh, but now I've I'm totally Silver Lake wine, and you're totally Trader Joe's Costco. Well. I have been really broke for the last like couple of uh, months. So I've been like getting wine from like the, the liquor store, but Silver Lake wine, you can get it for like about as cheap, but it's just like, I haven't had time to like go over there and just like yeah, yeah. up and like order it. But. Sorry, yeah, Aggie, I didn't mean to steal you. your, your, your spot. It's okay. <laughs> you should take it as a compliment, honestly. It's okay. I'm like a huge trendsetter. It happens all the time. But I get uh, so now, you know, when Caitlin and I see you there, we'll, we'll wave. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Any more on this pasta? It, it struck, it struck a nerve. I get it. It's something that like, it didn't gross me out until other people talked about it. And now it, it, it does like the, I think the video is just really gross. I think the video is just like not particularly well done it looks like, I mean, it definitely looks like it was made for TikTok. This is a TikTok video. Oh, for sure. And it's just like, it doesn't look good. Like, what's the point of this fucking salad? And it's like, Gwyneth isn't eating this. And like, I am not a stickler for cultural authenticity at all. But like, to have the 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 avocado and the corn and then the herb that they use is basil is just like, What? Like do cilantro, put right? cilantro in it, you dumbasses, and also like put lime juice too. I mean, like everything about this is fucked up. I just don't think, but it's not like, it's just I don't know what the hell it is. It's not any like, it's not any like culture's food. I think it, it, yeah, and it's, it's neither fish nor fowl. It's, it's white woman it, food. It's totally it's but it's and it's not even like like forward thinking you know, Alison Roman appropriative white woman food. It's like, it's like church potluck or something. I don't know. It's like you have nothing. It just looks like a sad, weird pasta. Like if someone gave me a pasta salad with corn in it, I would freak out. I actually like pasta with corn, but only if it's, it has those tomatoes. Like if it has, um, if it's like the same seasoning as like esquites or something with like okay. chili powder and cilantro and stuff, I love it. 
I understand now what it is. I'm sorry. It took me this whole time. It's like summer stuff. It's because it's they're both like well, sure, them. yeah. So we're mixing corn with pasta for like a summer, a fun like a. Okay, so ideally, this is not canned corn. This is like fresh corn. Yeah, I should. I, I should hope so. Lose the broccoli. Lose the pasta. Like just have corn. I don't know. Corn and basil and avocado sounds good to me. I don't know. And tomatoes. And tomatoes, yeah. Get the, I think that I think that people were offended by the corn, but I am gonna go ahead and say that I think the offending ingredient is the fucking broccoli. That's what makes it so generic. Because you're right. That's you're right. It, that's what takes it out of like the seasonal specialty. Because broccoli has become so ubiquitous. Does anyone even what is the season for broccoli? Is it winter? I have no idea. I don't know, and I don't care. I mean, I eat it. I like. Sure. But like you're absolutely right that the broccoli is the offending ingredient because it 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 is not summery and it so it just makes it completely generic and a seasonal if that's a word that yeah, makes it confusing it. where you're like what the fuck is this yeah but Do they're you, going I didn't even get that they were going for summer until now maybe replace the broccoli with like a nice like summer squash or yeah have a zucchini or even an eggplant make like a ratatouille pasta salad I have no idea. Or just, yeah, just lose it all together. I mean, there's a way to do this, but this sure. is not the way. I say get rid of the broccoli, change the herbs from basil to cilantro, add some chili powder and some queso blanco and make it like, and I say even lose the avocado. You don't need, I don't, you don't need the fat from the avocado and the olive oil. Or do like chopped avocado. Don't do like a paste. Chopped avocado. Yes, that's yeah. what it should be. Okay. It should be corn, tomatoes, diced avocado, yeah. and pasta in like a vinaigrette with cilantro and lime. Yes. That would be good. I mean, yeah, that would that would taste good. But yeah, it would taste really good. I, I feel like know. we just workshopped this recipe for them yeah. and they need us so bad. You're welcome, Caitlin. Enjoy, Caitlin. Have a nice lunch. <laughs> uh okay okay my worst now everyone's been talking about how you know free britney is her instagram really her or is it someone else and i had the same reaction to this post on goop that purportedly is written by gwyneth paltrow and i really don't think it was what so did you see the article it's just called i love summer when it's simple no. And it was a big picture. It was the picture of Gwyneth and Brad from Italy, the famous picture they took on Instagram last week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it's this whole this whole article is written in the first person. Like this is what I like. This is what I like to do. These are the products that I use. And then they just couple it with the picture of Gwyneth, but it doesn't actually like there's no byline, which I guess most group articles don't have a byline. And it just seems like someone is aping Gwyneth's voice and this was not Gwyneth that wrote this article well, at all. But I don't think that's a sign of her like imprisonment. I think it's a sign of her freedom where it's like Gwyneth Paltrow is not going to sit down and write 500 words about what she likes about summer. She's like, here's a picture. I Just take a picture from my Instagram. Somebody write a blurb. Pretend I wrote it. I'm OOT. And I get that. I get she's on vacation and I don't, I don't need her to write something every week for Goop. Obviously she's too busy for that. But like once a month, can we just have an old school Gwyneth written thing? And I, this was, and it never came out and said, 
I am Gwyneth. I am writing this article, but the implication was clear. And you're kind just, of supposed to think it might be Gwyneth. Yeah. Cause she's like, um, just hearing the word summer soothes my working late checklist invested soul. What's most magical about this season is the way we're all likely to feel a little more chill and a lot more in touch with what our bodies need and crave. For me, it's the feeling of sun against my skin, protected with mineral sunscreen, of course. I just picked snap pea or endive leaf di dipped in a warm banya coda. I make mine dairy-free now and my favorite dive into a cool water on a hot day. And like, she wouldn't write, this is like copywriting, like editorial assistant language. This is not Gwyneth. This is like Kevin's assistant wrote this. This is, yeah. This is really blow. This is bottom, scraping the bottom of the barrel for sure. But that's, I mean, I think that's good. Like, I want her to have her time. Like, I don't want her to write this. Like, I want, I don't want her sitting in front of a computer saying like, summer is great. When it's summertime, I like to go swimming. No, go swimming, Gwyneth. I don't care. Have somebody else write this, leave it and send it to me and I'll read it. I just, I just want her. I just want one article a week from her laptop, from her brain without a middleman without a copy editor, just like, who like is it the used to be. The, yeah, exactly. And this was just, this wasn't even, this was just bad. This was a bad version of her voice. And it was like, so transparent. I don't know. People who don't get it. It's like, you need a good copywriter, someone who gets Gwyneth and like can write from Gwyneth's actual, like her actual voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So I just wasn't fooled by it. Hashtag free Gwyneth. Um, yeah. Let's get her out of this conservatorship. Let's get her the hell out of there. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't even want to jump back, back to work. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. What's your craziest or your saddest? What did I say? Let me see. My craziest. Oh, my craziest is me for like one thing that I really want to buy, which is the, um, the fucking. <sighs> um sun umbrella oh yeah <laughs> they're like i don't know how much they are i like navigated away from the page let me open it up but it's like it look like these like victorian era like, it's just like a very aerosols. they're like really intense it's yeah it's a very intense look and i've, I've seen them on the street and are they are you supposed to walk with them and use it like yep. a parasol i think you're supposed to take it to the beach and put it in the sand i don't think that these ones withstand I don't know. I feel like these are walking parasols. Like the, the beach it's ones, you need that. Stuff. You need a real sturdy stump to get in the well, sand. They look like they have like a rather like firm, uh, a rather firm base. So, so maybe this one is for the beach, but I definitely have seen these like Victorian era parasols on the streets I, of LA recently. And it's like, like wear a hat much. guys, wear a hat. But it's like, I want one so fucking bad. I think they're really cool. Like, I, like, I just want one. And I think that I would look really crazy walking around with one or yes. taking it to the beach or doing anything with it. Um, they're I, mean, I, guess, I mean, I would look, I would frighten people. They, I, I guess like, like, who is this Victorian like doll who's coming to kill me? Walking around with an umbrella during the rain is obviously like completely socially acceptable. And maybe we should normalize because the sun, sun is obviously sun more is dangerous worse. for you than the rain. So yeah, maybe no. we should. No, no, no. This is not a parasol. This is this, not a parasol. This is a beach umbrella. 
This is a beach umbrella. Yeah, this is a beach umbrella. It's $300. It's from Business and Pleasure Company, premium beach umbrella. It's chic, light, and easy to set up. And it's like this like white, but I saw they also have it in black, I think. I don't know. And it's just like very frilly. I just like, I want it. I want this. I, I want to take it to the fucking beach. And I want it. I Do I want a parasol? Yes, but this is not the parasol. This is a, this is a beach umbrella. And I think it's pretty. There has been no better purchase for me during my time in Los Angeles than the 1999 Tommy Bahama beach umbrella that I bought at Costco when I first moved here. And I keep it in the trunk of my car. And every time I go to the beach, it's great. It keeps me shaded. I have no, I love Tommy Bahama as a brand, as a philosophy. I don't need a $300 Victorian parasol. Okay, fine. Well, I do. So. I need it. And if I don't have it, I'll freak out. Well, I mean, you should, you should do that. Get the little like weird Victorian hat with a bow, get like a full length bathing costume, do the whole thing. I had a Victorian hat with a bow, but I lost it. Now I need a new one. It was only $15 and now they don't have it at Nordstrom mm. anymore. Now they're all like, 15 bucks. well, maybe late 19th century fashion will come back. That'll be the next retro craze. It should. It's so pretty. It is. It's really nice. Um, okay. What about you? Well, guys, I'm sorry to break it to you, but my craziest is the new Goop PhD treatise on pelvic organ prolapse, or as okay. Goop calls it, pop. Pop. <laughs> it's so. According to Goop, up to fifty percent of American women are experiencing pelvic organ prolapse. Yeah, I think it's like if you give birth, you. Oh, okay. I don't, well, so, okay. I don't want to like make fun of it. It's That's just like fair. it's another it's another thing that like this Goop PhD these these faux medical journals that Goop is publishing is just so insane and like no one is reading it. We've gone over this before, and they just keep getting crazier and crazier. They try to like get the most like disgusting things that could happen to your body. Yeah, like I think that like just giving birth like means like something disgusting will happen to sure. you. But I don't know. I don't want prolapse. Mm -hmm. I'm very afraid of prolapse. Uh so they they run down the different types. There's uterine prolapse, which is when the uterus moves down into the vagina. Mm -hmm. Sorry. <laughs> There's cyst I, I I really don't mean to laugh, guys. Tell me more. Tell me There's more. There's cystocele, which is anterior vaginal wall prolapse when the bladder What's... bulges into the vagina oh no there's well, recto yeah ooh. recto sealy which is your when the ass. rectum bulges into the vagina your and butt is in your vagina vaginal vault prolapse when the vaginal wall moves down into the vaginal canal and the top of the vagina loses support <laughs> and drops into itself by the way like i can't i really honestly can't even picture any of these things i don't have... it's hard for me to imagine too but i can see it i mean you know the female reproductive or whatever i don't know what to call it the vagina system or whatever is like super complicated it has a lot of moving parts yeah. you gotta keep up because they are delicate and, it's and delicate really and they're all they're all crammed in there yeah, if you have a baby, like you're fucked. Like your shit will get fucked up. Yeah. So it's like 
it's good that I guess Goop is publishing this. So and so that's can... why they're always trying to like squeeze shit and like do this stuff on their balls and whatever because they're trying to avoid like it all falling out. I yeah, guess. it's uh, fucked up, dude. So, I mean, I don't really have much else to say. I just thought that this was um, quite an experience to read this very dry. And of course, these are the, the ones that like, they don't have any interviews. They don't have any pictures. It's just like, here's the information. Here's like pages and pages. And then their, their like bibliography or like footnotes is like so long. They're just like, they're like, oh, we actually researched this guys. It's so annoying how they're like, we research stuff. It's like, nobody is asking like nobody needs that like truly nobody needs this no, like no one. no one is going to goop for their like medical information i mean it's just it's so much like but. instead just interview one of i don't know a lady who owns like a like a online wooden toy shop business who's experienced pop and then do like her morning routine and then talk about her like kegels or whatever yeah. rather than this that's what we want to hear Wow. What a, I can't believe you did that to yourself. Thank you so much for going there. For sure. Us. Sure. Uh, no. So, and if you want more information, um, you can watch a bunch of videos from the national association for continents. <laughs> oh my God. I Link mean, in bio. Well, there you have it folks. Um, and then it says, it says, uh, Three to 50% of women have pop, but then they say by 2050, the number of women in the US with pop is expected to increase to 50%. So it's like this, the cases are rising. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know. What was the pop? Maybe because like the population is aging and people aren't having kids. Oh yeah. But then but, if people aren't having kids, then where- Then you'd pop? think it would decrease. But maybe the ones who did have the kids get pop and then the ones who didn't don't, but- Maybe the people who have kids have like one kid. Or maybe pussies is popping from other things besides kids. That's also possible. I think maybe it's just like people are just getting fucked better. Yeah, right. or they're getting like fucked too hard. Yeah, guys, cool it down. Hey, it's maybe this is what you need the um the donuts, the the go nuts. Then if you need the go nuts. If you're prolapsed, then you well, just- Well, yeah, because like your entire vagina has like collapsed in on itself. So you're like, just only put what you can get with this donut. So maybe the National Association for Continents is in league with the go-nuts lady. The big go-nuts. Big, big prolapse is taking over the country. <laughs> oh, All right. Okay. Um, let's try to be serious, Aggie. Come on. I'm serious. What would you try about vaginal health? <laughs> I would try the, oh, I mean, I just like went crazy and just said in general, I would just try another detox because like, I'm loving this juice cleanse so much. I want to like do like a goop. When I get back from my trip, I kind of want to try like a, like a goop detox again. Do Prolon. I want to see you do no, it. No, I'm not doing it. I can't afford it. Yeah, it's so expensive. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, I might as well go back to fucking Silver Lake wine and just drink myself <laughs> stupid and I won't care anymore about it. But like, I, I want to do like, I haven't done a goop detox, like mm. annual detox in like years <sighs> because you know, I've been like anti-detox and now that I'm back being like super pro-detox, yep. <laughs> which is so disgusting, so fucked up of me, so regressive. I'm so ashamed of myself, but I can't help hey, it. Hey, Aggie, like, 
guys, the detoxes feel good. Okay. And you're doing, it's an intuitive detox. It literally, it was like, I started thinking about maybe doing one on a Saturday. I was like, I think I might do a juice cleanse to just ordering it and just doing it on Monday. Like I didn't do like, okay, I need to research this and plan for oh. it. And blah, blah, blah. I just bought it and just drank the juice. I didn't think about it. I just did it. And the first day was kind of bad. The first day was the worst. And then since then it's been smooth sailing. And it's like, I feel like I could go, I feel like I could go. I don't even know how many more days. Like I do not feel the need to stop, wow. but I'm going to stop because I, I'm going out of town on my Yeah, you need, like, I need to stop, and you need nutrients and stuff. Well, I feel like I'm getting nutrients. Well, I guess you're getting I feel nutrients. Like I'm getting but nutrients you need for the first time. Uh, I'm just like impressed that you're not exhausted. The one time I did a juice cleanse, I was just like so tired. Just the first day was bad, but yeah. but I think I think that means my body didn't really need it. I th- I that, I really do think that you're feeling well. That means like again, like I'm not saying your body needed a detox, but like it's it's thriving on it so that that says something yeah. and it doesn't feel as much as a detox as like a tox or like it feels like i'm getting more like nutrients than mm-hmm. like i'm getting less of other stuff like i don't feel like anything is like leaving my body i For just sure. feel like i wasn't getting enough fruits and vegetables or something and yeah I was too much like other stuff so oh yeah because you laughed at me when i said i like eat like a whole eggplant meal i was like because you were like for me a salad is like one head of lettuce and i was like i would never i still don't I mean, a salad, one salad is not, I, I I don't, I meant like a bag. Like if you're making a big salad, you can use like a bag of lettuce. That's what I said. I didn't mean a head. I couldn't eat a bag of lettuce. Like I couldn't eat a bag of like salad in one meal. But it's like with, for, I'm saying for two people, a big salad, two people, entree size salad. Okay. Yes. Yes. You're right. And I'm saying like the normal size bags, not the big ones. Also, I eat everything. Brian doesn't eat any of my food. So if I buy fruit and vegetable, it's like, I'm the one eating all of it. I like, I have to like do it like a single person. Yeah. John's on a case to case basis with veggies. If I do uh, eggplant or zucchini, he's out. Um, so those are the ones I have to eat on my own, which I don't mind. Cause I love eggplant and zucchini. Yeah. All right. My try, and there was this, okay, so there's article 27 summer recipes that make us want to fire up the grill. Blah, blah, blah. I only have a grill pan, which I actually am using a lot. Um, I should buy a little outdoor grill for my balcony, but whatever. Anyway, I don't, these recipes are pretty like boring. They're just like, here's meat, here's veggies, put them on the grill. But then they had all these sauce recipes that actually did look really good. So- the the well the one I would definitely try that I think actually I might like make today mm. is the spicy miso sauce. So yeah, it says good. this versatile sauce is also great with roasted duck or chicken. I'm gonna just put on cauliflower because I have this cauliflower I need to use. Okay. And it's really simple. So it's uh it's just like vegetable oil, and then you do equal parts miso and maple syrup, a clove of garlic. They say to use a half a teaspoon of Chinese five spice powder, but number one, I don't have any. Number two, I don't really like five spice powder that much, to be honest. I will. I don't like anise. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, so I think you could cut that out, and then a little vinegar, and it says hot pepper, sesame oil, but I think you could just do like hot peppers and sesame oil. You don't need one thing you don't need to like make the hot pepper sesame yeah. oil it's like scary and um right so that 
so then you just put the uh you you saute the garlic for a few minutes and then whisk the rest of ingredients and that's it Hmm. sounds easy it sounds easy and it sounds like it doesn't it does sound versatile yeah I, i was just like i have this head of cauliflower talking about a vegetable that a cauliflower is a big vegetable that is definitely like more than two servings and that's what i was just debating what to do with it and now i'm like i think i'm just gonna put it on the grill and then make the spicy miso sauce that sounds delicious yeah that sounds like healthy and good uh yeah because tomorrow i'm not gonna be healthy what are you gonna do well i finally after months of stalking their instagram i finally uh got a reservation not even a reservation i I get to pick up a quarter sheets Detroit style pizza tomorrow. Wait, from where? From quarter sheets. Where's that? It's in Glendale. Jesus Christ. There's so many of these fucking pizza places now. And yeah, this one was like the hardest to get. I swear to God. And it was just number one on infatuations, like best pizzas in LA. Okay. And I get to try it tomorrow. So. Well, tell me how it is. Cauliflower today, pizza tomorrow balance that's my balance all right what would you buy um oh so i would just buy i think it was from that last thing we bought or something there's Mm. a new like mineral sunscreen and the the selling point on it is that it's also um moisturizing i have sunscreen issues we all know I use sunscreen every single day and my skin is dry and sunscreen dries it out even more so yeah here's this new one it's called so I want I mean I use it with like lotion or whatever I feel like but I'm like put reapplying it like throughout the day like constantly like while I'm out like I put sunscreen on all day long so it's like it starts to dry it out. So there's this one called, oh, Grown Alchemist. And it's $39. And it's a natural hydrating SPF of 30. And I don't know if 30 is high enough for me, actually. But I mean, you I, could put, could you put on that and then an, an SPF 50 on top of that? Or would that dry out? I mean, I don't know. I feel like that would sort of like not be the point. But yeah. it looks like, it just looks like really creamy and like lotiony. And they say it's a lightweight cream. You know, I could just always get some super goop. Super goop is actually also pretty good. I just, that's, I think I'm just going to buy that now that I'm thinking, saying, talking it through. No. (laughs) Moisturizing as well. It's good to talk through your process. I, as everyone knows, have the oiliest skin in the world. So sunscreen, I could slather it on all day and it won't dry it out. Nothing dries out my skin. That's amazing. Uh, Cause I do, well now I was like sort of like switching off going back between mineral and just like copper tone. But now after this like carcinogen scandal, I'm going to do, I mean, Sunbum to me is like, it's available. It's relatively cheap for mineral sunscreen. Sunbum um, dries, it dries me out. Mineral see, sunscreen dries yeah, me out Yeah, pretty much always. Like the, the really the best one on my skin is just like the worst, like most probably toxic, like copper tone, just like, just like, cause that's all like very lotion-y. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that work and the mineral ones are like fucked up on my face. Yeah, I think if you have naturally dryish skin, 
they're fucked. But for me, it's my T-zone is a swamp. So I could put straight up rubbing alcohol on my skin and it would be like probably better. I mean, who knows? Anyway. Um, all right. So my buy, I, the, well, one of them was, is that, that deep free bug spray, which we talked about, uh, which I need. And then the other one is the Bokarasana tongue cleaner, um, $9. So I think I mentioned this a little bit last week, but I really got praised to the high heavens last week when I went to the dentist. Oh my God. Really? They were like, what have you been doing? your gums didn't bleed at all. Like this is a miracle. It's like, what have you been doing? Tell us. All, the only thing I've changed is I bought a real like oral B electric toothbrush. Oh, and O-L-B. yeah, like I, cause I was just using the manual toothbrush and I think just going too hard. And now that I have the electric toothbrush, I just put it there and it does its thing around my gums. I try to, you know, do it for two minutes, at least twice a day. And I mean, I never, my dentist was shocked because this is, I mean, you're talking to a guy who just had to spend $600 six months ago on getting like deep gum cleaning. Okay. And now. And all of a sudden you're, you're perfect. Perfect. So now I'm like, I want to go further. I want to get extra credit. I need to like make my oral hygiene like central to my life. Yeah. Um, and so I want to get this tongue, this tongue scraper. I mean, I never. I've never done it. Like, this is what I'm all about now. Cause that's the one thing with the electric toothbrush. Like, you know, when you brush your teeth and then the very end, you just like do a quick tongue scrape. Yeah. The electric toothbrush is not, it's not satisfying for that, that feeling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think this will really complete my oral routine. I'm really excited for you. And I want you, I want you to keep us posted on that as well, please. I mean, cause I, I also always think the dentist is like a little bit trying to like scam you into doing more expensive procedures. Uh-huh. Everyone's trying to scam everyone. And so when, cause they were at the point too, where they were like, you need to come in every three months, like six months is not enough. Like, and because my insurance is like, whatever I need, you know, I need to pay out of pocket for the extra cleanings. And I was like, I guess I'll do it. Cause I don't want to like, I don't want my teeth to fall out. But now they were like, nope, you're good. Like, we'll like, it literally was like, don't call us. We'll call you next time you need to come in. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. That's huge for you. Uh, It was a nice respite after my catastrophic lipids panel from earlier in the week. Oh, right. I forgot that you had the, so you get high highs and low lows. Yeah, exactly. And hey, I'm taking taking my Lipitor tomorrow and stuffing my mouth with Detroit style pizza. So that's what it's for. All right. Uh, Anything else? I think that's it. Well, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Yes. Stay cool. Um, Send us pics of you with your three hundred dollar Victorian parasol. Do you have one? Are you on a juice cleanse? What's up with you? Tell us. Are you Please. on? Oh, are you on Lipitor? What is your story? Our Instagram DMs. If you want to send send us more disgusting uh, pasta pasta salad videos, please. Our DMs are always open. Always open. So, we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.